Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. What's up, everybody? Hour number two, Nuwana's Now coming at you. Missed anything in hour number one? Jam-packed first hour. Heard from Sam Herder, Hero Sports, FCS Bracketology, the final regular season edition of it. Rivalry games across the country. What results mean what, who's going where, depending on what happens to who. Sam broke it all down. We also heard from Ty Gregorak, a guy who spent a long time in the rivalry. Fifteen times he coached in the Montana-Montana State football game. And we heard from Tucker Sargent, Grizz Hockey as well, plus a bunch of great prizes. If you missed anything in the show, you can find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, available on all of your podcast hosting platforms. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. Time now for our ESPN Roundtable, presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls, located at 3621 Brook Street. Paradise Falls is uh, Missoula's coolest hotspot. Uh, you need a place to watch the game. You certainly can uh, at Paradise Falls. They'll have it on uh, high noon kickoff for this game. So um, if you need a place to watch it, head on down to Paradise Falls. They're on the south side of town. They'll have food and drink specials uh, like they do almost always. They also have an early happy hour, $5 Bloody Marys, Caesars, and Pints of mimosas uh, starting at 8 a.m. That's seven days a week, not just on the rivalry game Saturday. So uh, if you need a place to watch the game or you need a place to hang out anytime, Paradise Falls, great place to gather with family and friends. Paradise Falls also happy to present the ESPN Roundtable each week. Efforting Leon Costello, Montana State Athletic Director, who will join us here uh, on the ESPN Roundtable. And uh, sounds like our guy Andrew's got him there on the phone. We good to go? Going out to the uh, Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in, Montana State Athletic Director, Leon Costello. Leon, thanks for taking some time, man. I know it's a super busy week. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, Colter? Very good. First of all, uh, just take us through uh, this crazy uh, last couple of weeks because we, we start, first started hearing rumblings. Okay, maybe, maybe college game day is going to finally come to the great rivalry between the Cats and the Grizzlies. And uh, it started getting momentum, getting momentum. And then on uh, Sunday morning, I got some texts from MSU people saying, oh, my gosh, this is going to happen. And then, boom, it hits the, the social media and it just explodes like a firestorm. So just take us through just uh, the who, what, when, where, why. I mean, when did this first land on your radar? What was the process like getting college game day to Bozeman? Well, um, you know, the Big Sky Conference has been doing such a great push uh, to try and get it to one of its locations and one of its schools um obviously we all saw what happened last year uh, with trying to get it to cat grizz in missoula um i think they were playing off of that this whole year and trying to get it to one of our campuses and when it came down it it didn't go anywhere else and this was kind of the last game you know on the schedule we they thought it could go to they they reached out and said hey we're going to make a push and um said would you guys be willing to do it obviously it's a little bit 
nerve wracking because we, you know, obviously we had to go to Cal Poly yet during that week and we're making this, trying to help them out and make a push uh, for game day. But it really started to gain momentum when, you know, we got a phone call, we jumped on a phone call at ESPN and kind of a pre-meeting said we were on a short list. Uh, so we talked about all the things we would need to do. And during that time, obviously we were making a push on social media and then um, you know, Saturday night we heard that an announcement wasn't going to be until Sunday morning. And obviously coming home from Cal Poly, it was a very early morning anyway. And then uh, when we got the phone call, it was even earlier. So uh, that's kind of how it all happened. It, uh, but it, it all started with the big sky trying to make a push to get it to the schools. I think the momentum uh, that was generated last year obviously helped. And then we just kind of piggybacked off of that. And uh, lo and behold, here we are. It's such a cool deal uh, and also also such a great opportunity to showcase not only Montana State football and Montana State University, but Bozeman, the Gallatin Valley, but also the state as a whole. And that's what I keep reminding people is that this is going to be a, a great a piece of exposure and, and a great lens for people to see the entire state from and also this awesome rivalry. So um, what do you think about that from, the, from your athletic department standpoint? I mean, how much can this be a boon for you guys? You must be pretty excited about the exposure you're about to get. Oh, without a doubt. I, I mean, all eyeballs on Saturday morning that watch college football are watching the show. And, of course, it's going to be a boost. You know, we talked about – going to Frisco last year and what that did for us going to, you know, the two NCAA tournaments last year, what that did for us. This is just one of those, another one of those things. Um, but maybe even to just a larger scale because of the eyeballs, um, not just nationally, but really worldwide, um, that are watching this show. And, um, they, they made it known that obviously we've got a great story to tell here at Montana state, um, with our athletic department, with what's going on in school, the community, but it's, it, it really is the rivalry. Um, you know, it's, uh, they want to play up the rivalry, um, in which I think they should. It's, it's the best one I've ever been a part of. It's the best one that I've ever even, even talked about. Uh, but also they, they want to see what's unique about, uh, the state of Montana. They really want to play up the, the Montana culture. Uh, what makes us maybe a little bit different? You know, they haven't done a show from here. Uh, so they, they talked a lot about, you know, our rodeo team and our, our rodeo horses and, and our runouts. They've talked about, um, we've even talked about ski a little bit because obviously not everybody has uh, skiing in, in their athletic department repertoire. And so um, they, they want the unique value to play that up. And I think that's what's really cool. And I think that's what's cool about our state. It really sets us apart uh, from, the, from some of those other states. But not to be lost is the rivalry. And uh, the reason they're coming is it's the 121st game within this rivalry, and um, and it's it's the best one, in my opinion. Leon Costello joining us here on the ESPN Roundtable. You're listening to Nuanas Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Leon, the athletic director at MSU, and if you haven't heard, they're hosting College Game Day on Saturday. Uh, just from a logistics standpoint, Leon, how do you go about tackling this? Because, I mean, there could be quite literally thousands, if not a 10,000-plus people ready to roll at, you know, outside <laughs> the stadium. I mean, it's going to be negative two when this thing starts at 7 a.m. So, uh, I mean, I know they probably have the logistics of this thing mastered as they take this show on the road every week. But from your perspective, how do you guys go about just preparing for this mass amount of people? You, you, I, you said it. I mean, working with them – it's like working uh, for a concert, but you only have five days to prepare. You know, we, 
we've seen a lot of concerts come through both of our towns, and but you have six months to prepare. This, you don't. And I'll give ESPN a lot of credit. They're a very well-oiled machine. They know exactly what they're looking for, what they need. And i got to give a ton of credit to our university. Uh, it's been all hands on deck, starting from President Cruzado, you know, on down to our legal team, to our facilities and services, our grounds crew removing snow. You know, everybody's been um, willing and able to help us out. And this truly is a university event. And uh, we couldn't do it without them. Uh, you know, the city of Bozeman has been great, too. And it, it really takes an army to pull something like this off. And everybody's been eager and willing to help us out. So um, kudos go out to, to all of them for helping us out and uh, really paving the way for us to, ha- to have this here this weekend. Well, you mentioned the rodeo team, and you guys, Montana State football, has one of the great runouts in all of college football, highlighting those rodeo uh, folks and, and the, the great cowboys and cowgirls that participate there. MSU also has unbelievable rodeo tradition. I mean, you're talking multiple national championships, particularly in women's rodeo there. Uh, for the Bobcats. So, uh, you know, you mentioned that they're really interested in that element of things. How excited are you for people to kind of see that element of Montana State? And what is, I mean, no spoiler alerts allowed here, but do you have any indication <laughs> on what they, they might want to do with the rodeo squad or, or, you know, the kind of affinity for that element of this story? Uh, you know, it, 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 it's a great question. And to be honest with you, we don't have a lot of details outside of, you know, where, where the setup is going, what they need for logistics and planning and all that. We've, they've asked us for a bunch of ideas, story ideas, to fill their three-hour show. Uh, part of what we've given them is, is that, uh, you know, with, with rodeo, kind of the history we have here with rodeo, the, the culture we have with that. Um, you know, part of it's just other university stories, athletic stories, rivalry stories. Um, we don't know exactly, you know, what they're going to kind of grab onto and, and focus on for the, for the show. We, we've told them, like, we'll take, we'll take Pat McAfee to a rodeo practice and see if he'll get on a horse or, or you know, do something a little bit crazy. Uh, they, they have made it known that that's a unique part that they do want to highlight. Uh, the, the problem right now is we just don't know um, what part of that that they are going to highlight. Well, that leads to my next question. This is sort of open-ended, but, you know, it is, it's interesting because a lot of people that are from Montana or that grew up in Montana, they have such a fierce love for Montana. That's one of the things that makes Montana so great. But then we also have all sorts of people that have moved here that have fallen in love with it as well and, you know, sort of become de facto natives because they do love it as uh, just as much. When it comes, it sounds like, you know, you're still sort of in the mystery as far as what they're going to do to represent the school, the athletic department, the football rivalry, and, and the town of Bozeman. But uh, how do you hope uh, they go about representing uh, where you call home now and, and just the Gallatin Valley in general? Well, my, you know, my whole thing about living here and loving to live here is the people. And my hope is that they, they truly get with some of the great people um, that have gone through both universities, uh, you know, the, the history behind the rivalry, uh, really get to know, you know, what the people are about. And the great thing about, um, you know, working at an athletic department in this state is we do get a lot of our student athletes from the state, but we also get a lot of our student athletes from uh, out of state. But some of those and a lot of them choose to live here when they're done. And there are just some, some really great stories on why that is. Um, and I hope they can really highlight the people of Montana because I think both universities have a lot of great stories revolving around it. Even, I mean, just look at the, all the people, culture, all the families that you know that are house divided, that, you know, the, 
the mom and the wife are, are, are cat or grizz and, and the dad and uh, the husband are just the opposite and, and then the kids are deciding where they want to go to school. There are those stories all over and all throughout the state and I think that's what makes this rivalry so great and everybody's so passionate about it because it inter, intertwines with everything that we do um, and you know for eight, 10 days out of the year when we're competing against each other it's pretty much good natured and all that but when we're competing against each other it gets pretty it gets pretty intense and uh, that's a great story in and of itself and that's really what I've grown to love um, about the state of Montana and, and Montana State University is uh, the fact that we can do that, we can do it in a way that's hopefully at the end of the day uh, beneficial for everybody. Um, but a good rivalry always has uh, some good ribbing and uh, uh, some good trash talking going on with it, which I like. Leon Costello, Montana Athletic Director here on Nuanas. Now, last thing for you, Leon, we got to ask you about the football game. First of all, it seems like it's been forever and a year since the thing was actually in Bozeman. I mean, it's been years <laughs> yes. since we've actually had a game, a rivalry game in Bozeman since 2019. Uh, but also last year, Montana State loses in Missoula. That's the first time Montana State football had lost uh, to the Grizzlies in your tenure there as the athletic director uh, for MSU. So what's your take on the game? Obviously a huge one. How are you feeling going into this thing? You had to bring that up, didn't you? <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be an, an unbelievable game. I think both teams are playing really, really well right now. Um, the interesting thing about this game, I think, is you know, uh, you know, the relationship that I have with Kent Haslam and him not being around for some of these because of you know him serving on the uh, selection committee for the NCAA and. Um, you know, Kent and I, we work together on a lot of different things and, uh, you know, wish he would be at these games, but I know he's watching, uh, from a distance. And, um, you know, so that's unique about this is that, you know, he's not here. He's off, you know, getting the playoffs ready to go, which is, which is awesome. But, um, you know, uh, I think when it comes to boils down to football, um, you know, obviously our offense is, is, is clicking on all cylinders. Uh, our defense is really coming on strong and, and, Look, we know we're going up against a against a great team that's hungry, and um, obviously we're both playing for positioning in the playoffs, which is outstanding. And hopefully, at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, the outcome for us is hopefully a conference championship, and you know, continuing to extend a, a home winning streak. And I feel really good about about that. I, I also feel really good about just the the general atmosphere about the day. You know, starting it off with game day, going into the stadium, everybody's excited and. I think when both teams are playing well, uh, it's what makes the rivalry really, really special. And I think we're going to see an unbelievable game for the ones that are in the stadium and for the ones that are watching on TV or ESPN+. Plus. They're going to see the same thing. And I think they're going to feel uh, the energy coming through the screen. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, of course, my hope the Bobcats come out on top. Leon Costello, Montessa Athletic Director here on the ESPN Roundtable. Leon, look forward to seeing you this weekend. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks, Coulter. I appreciate it, bud. There you go. I, I keep hearkening back to this, but I just really, I really hope that everybody involved can embrace the positivity. I mean, there's, as I always remind you around here, when you're analyzing anything, no matter what, no matter how fiercely invested or fiercely opposed you are to it, there's always two sides to every coin. You could also, though, choose to emphasize which side you look at. And, you know, is showing off Montana to a bunch of people that don't live here, is that a tenuous situation? Because we've already 
sort of revealed the greatest secret left that Montana is an awesome place to live. Okay, I get it. I'm a native Montanan. But on the flip side, the mystique, the deep history, the meaning of this rivalry game is truly second to none. Like when people, when I say it's the fiercest rivalry in the West, and it's one of the great rivalries in college football. That is a fact, not an opinion. Very few schools have played as many times as Montana and Montana State, and very few schools have it mean as much to its people as the Treasure State's greatest rivalry. And so to share that history, to talk about the the men of yesteryear and the arc and rise of these programs and when the game used to be played in Butte and they used to ride trains to the mining city and then show down there uh, a mile high and a mile deep there in Butte. And, you know, just the ebbs and flows of it from Sonny Holland's Bobcats through Dave Arnold's national championship winners in the early 80s, then to the building of Washington Grizzlies Stadium and Don Reed's rise with the Grizzlies, to the streak, to the snapping of the streak, to the arms race that's existed in the Big Sky Conference over the last 20 years, to the last winning streak by the Bobcats, to now Bobby Houck getting Montana back on track. The the history is so rich, it's so amazing, and I hope that we can appreciate that that's getting shared for the world to see. I I don't think it matters if the the college game day is in Missoula or in Bozeman. They're going to tell the stories of this great rivalry first and foremost. Then they're going to tell the stories of this great state secondarily, and oh, by the way, it doesn't matter if you're a Grizz or a Cat. You can go participate in this thing. So I think we all win. And more than anything, it's about the game. It's about the display of the talent and the hard work and the dedication and the bravery and the toughness and the courage of these young men that are going to play in this game on Saturday. I always talk about how I think the result-driven nature of the rivalry and how it is sometimes seen and taken as the number one job evaluation for the head coach and his staff at each school, I think that part's silly. I think if both teams are operating at an incredibly high level and competing for Big Sky Conference championships and competing for playoff spots, then the rivalry is just a feather in the cap. And so I hope that we can appreciate the performance and the battle that these young men will uh, put out in front of us at high noon on Saturday afternoon. It should be a really fun one. And uh, it always is. It's some of the most memorable moments of my career each year, every year. And we can't wait to get over to Bozeman. It it is the ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls, great place to gather with family and friends. They're open 7 a.m. to midnight, seven days a week. They have a new early happy hour, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. $5 Caesars, $5 Bloody Marys, and $5 Mimosa Pints. So, uh, go have some fun in the mornings if you're, uh, you know, just getting off work. You got a night shift or you're a service worker or, you know, maybe you're just getting geared up for a college football Saturday or, you know, maybe you just need some hair on the dog, whatever. Paradise Falls got an early morning happy hour for you now. They also have a full-service casino with the Sportsbet Montana kiosk, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And they also have two happy hours, uh, one in the early uh, evening and then one in the late evening as well. It's a great place to go hang out, 3621 Brook Street, Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. Let's hear from one of the best players in the United States of America, 
Patrick O'Connell, Grizz senior outside linebacker, will join us next for our Grizz Star of the Week. Keep it right here. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Radio. If Molly Crew didn't dress and look like they did, would they be remembered with more reverence? I do think they do have a fair amount of reverence, but I think Motley Crew rocks, man. I get it. Like hair bands, whatever. But they were like the forefront. They were the original one. Everybody else copied them. But they just rip, man. I mean, they're sweet musicians. It's great hard rock. What's up, everybody? Hope you have a great week. Coulter Nuanas, ESPN MT, uh, coming to you from the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company, Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years and happy to say so. Grizz Hoops open up their home slate. Uh, I don't even know where we're at with passes. We got uh, Saturday passes left. Is that right? We got a pair of Saturday passes to the Zootown Classic. Merrimack, Troy, and St. Thomas all in town to play a round-robin tournament with the Grizzlies. So there's games at 5 and 7.30 uh, each of the next three nights. We got a pair of passes to the sessions on Saturday. Call right now, 406-888-1029. Caller number 2, 406-888-1029. The rivalry game, Montana at Montana State, coming up uh, on Saturday. If you want to get some Grizz gear before you hit the road, swing on into Bob Ward's. Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors located there on Paxson right behind Southgate Mall. They have all the best brands, the best selection of Grizz gear anywhere. They have accessories and more from Under Armour, Nike, Blue 84, and a whole bunch of other great brands. They also have their North Face stuff in stock, so get it while it lasts. You can also shop online 24-7 at BobWards.com. Bob Ward's proudly presents our Grizz Star of the Week. Sitting down here at the Adams Center, it's uh, the first day of the week with the rivalry on the horizon. Joined now by Patrick O'Connell, senior captain for the uh, Grizz football team. How are you feeling this week coming into this rivalry game, man? Yeah, I'm feeling great. I think it's an awesome game, and um, there's a lot of stuff that goes into the game and a lot of stuff that, that surrounds it, um, but we just got to focus on the task at hand, and that's going down to Bozeman and getting a win. It's so interesting, too, because you hear all the noise, you hear all the scuttle. Hundreds of thousands of people around this state care about this game, right? But the emotion of it, as you guys were just saying in the press conference, it's actually the mitigating the emotion that is the key, right? I mean, when you get out there, you just got to go play football. The team that's too emotionally high sometimes is the one that crumbles, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it goes back to what my high school coach, Grady Bennett, told me. Um, you just can't let can't let your emotions get too high or never let them get too low, and you just got to stay even. You can't ride the roller coaster going along. Um, I think the team that does that the best and the team that executes the best is going to come out and win. What do you remember about last year's game and the success you guys had here? I think um, we knew early on that it was going to be a heck of a game and a a fist fight, and that's what it was. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff that we did that dictated what they did, and that's you. You kind of saw the the results um, 
based off of that and um, we need to we need to not let them dictate what we do this year and we need to dictate what they do so when you guys are able to do that to dictate and sort of seize the momentum you're, you're so good what's that process like how do you go about actually grasping it and seizing it because i mean you guys are pretty much unbeatable when you do that yeah i think it starts earlier in the week um knowing what we're going against and knowing what we're going to do um, executing that to perfection and then knowing our keys to victory and executing those keys to victory as well um, a big part of it is um, eliminating explosives um, especially in college football you see that all the time where teams get explosive plays and they win games and we need to eliminate all those we need to el- eliminate explosive runs and same thing with the passing game Chris Star of the Week, Patrick O'Connell joining us here, leading up to the 121st rivalry game between Montana and Montana State. Uh, I know you're just diving into this as we, re- we record this on a Monday, but what have you seen so far out of the Bobcat run game? What makes them diverse? Because they've had a lot of different ball carriers and a lot of different ways to run the ball this year. Yeah, like you said, they're very diverse, and they do a lot of things. Um, there's a lot of offense that we have to prepare for. Um, you got to stop the run. you got to stop the quarterback runs. you got to stop their inside stuff you gotta stop their outside stuff they'll throw bubbles and um they'll throw the ball deep so they have a very good running game um they have a good old line that pushes guys around and they know what they're doing um looking on tape i think they um they're a good offense and um it'll be a heck of a challenge for us and i'm excited the plus one run game is such a huge part of college football what makes it challenging just because they do have two quarterbacks they can run yeah um It'll be interesting to see who plays. Um, we know number four will play for sure. Um, we don't know if number 10 is going to play yet. But um, like you said, the plus run game is uh, plus one run game is um, important in college football, and they try and put their guys in that position a lot. Um, looking on tape, they they do a lot of things to get guys in position to be successful, and we're going to do our best to go and stop them. Do you have any very many old high school teammates over there? They used to have a bunch of Glacier guys, but they're, they're not. There's not as many Glacier. Most of the Glacier guys are here now. Um, after last year, we don't have any over there I don't anymore. Think so, right? so, yeah. yeah, interesting. Uh, do you take a little pride in that that you guys have kind of swung the the Kalispell Glacier area back to this way? I think so. There a long time there it was uh, a lot of Bo- or a lot of guys going to Bozeman, uh-huh. and now it's kind of switched. I think Coach Bennett likes to see that now better, <laughs> but. Um, I think, um, yeah, the last people I knew were in my class. They all retired a year early. So I, I, I do take a lot of pride in that because it, I love playing the game and I love doing what I do, so it's pretty awesome. When it comes to making it to the end, uh, this group of seniors on both sides of this thing, fascinating because you guys have been around for even longer because of the extra year and the COVID year and all that stuff. What, for your guys' group, what has helped you guys make it to the end? I think staying together is a huge part. Um, you see the guys that stayed were kind of part of the core group, the guys that always were hanging out together, the guys that were doing stuff together and um, doing extra reps and stuff like that together. And I think that's a big, big deal for our team because um, a lot of us are uh, senior leaders and guys look up to us, and that's huge. Getting to the end here for yourself, has it come into perspective yet? I mean, can you feel it? I haven't felt it yet. Um, I haven't really sat down and thought about it yet because, I mean, I don't want to be done, and I think we still got some, some time left here going into the playoffs and stuff, but we're going to focus on this this rivalry game this week, and we're going we're gonna to get after it. Like you said, there's still a lot to be determined and hopefully a lot of football left to play here at Montana, but how would you sum up this experience for you? I mean, what, what's this been like for you? What have you learned from being a Grizzly? Um, I mean, honestly, it's a dream come true. Um, growing up, I was always a Grizz fan, and um, coming out of high school, I didn't get an offer, and I, I was offered by Bozeman, actually, um, to walk on there, and I decided not to and go 
pursue somewhere else and then coming back after college I almost went there again to Bozeman but then I, I took my chances here because I um, I love this place and I love being a Grizz um, sitting down putting it into per- per- perspective obviously it's a dream come true and um, there's nothing else I'd rather do than be here one thing that I think is always interesting is the coaching matchup, and I think you got two solid coaches, two great head coaches in this game, and two great coaching staffs as well. When it comes to Coach Houck, though, I mean, how would you just describe his coaching style and the way he gets you guys ready? Um, he, like you said, he's a great coach, obviously. He's uh, not only great in the X and O's of things, but he's a, a great leader and a, a guy that will, will lead his, his team not only to victory on the field, but victory off the field as well. He He's a man of character, and he cares about the um, classroom, and he cares about the stuff that we do outside of uh, off the field. Um, so he coaches us hard, and I love it. And he'll get after guys when they're doing th- stuff wrong, and he'll praise you when you're doing stuff right. Last thing for you, then. What are the key factors for you guys, and uh, what would it mean to you to go into Bozeman and get a win on Saturday? Well, it would mean everything. Um, uh, last time we were there, we, we didn't perform so well, and I want nothing more than to go in there and – um, do what we're capable of doing. Um, key factors are for us are obviously playing our game, um, not letting them dictate what we do, and stopping the run. I think that's the biggest deal. Patrick O'Connell, Grizz, senior captain here on Nuanas Now. Thanks for being here, man. Yep, thank you very much. Great dude. Always enjoyed Patty O'Connell, and appreciate him for joining us here on this rivalry week. A lot of questions about whether he's healthy or not. He was moving around pretty good, like you heard him say there. He's He feels good, and he's going to give it a go. He's been struggling with this high ankle sprain that he suffered against Weber State, and uh, he didn't play the last couple weeks. Uh, I think part of that, though, is they were trying to get him healthy for the stretch run here. And so uh, I expect him to play on Saturday. I expect Lucas Johnson, the senior quarterback for the Grizzlies, to play on Saturday. I expect most of the people that are questionable, I expect them to play in this game. And... Uh, you know, if they don't, maybe I'm wrong, but I just I think that this is a game where you so much on the line, you let it all hang out there, particularly on the Grizz side of things. I think he got a win to get in, so I think you let it all hang out there, and I expect Patty O'Connell to play on Saturday afternoon in Bozeman. That is our Grizz Star of the Week. It's presented by Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors has Missoula's best selection of all sorts of outdoor gear, including Grizz gear. You want to go get uh, some clothes for the warm uh, to stay warm uh, while you're outside at the uh, rivalry game or otherwise? Go to Bob Ward's. They always have great sales going on over there, and uh, also have the best brands, some of the best selections you're going to find anywhere in Western Montana. It's over there on Paxton Street, right behind Southgate Mall. You can also always shop online 24/7 at BobWards.com. What's going on the rest of the week? And if we can squeeze it in, maybe a little bit more analysis of the rivalry. That's next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. It's Nuwana's Now on 
102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Welcome back. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks so much for following along with us here on your Wednesday. Missed anything in today's show? Fun show today. A lot of great guests. Some uh, old faithfuls plus uh, some new contributors as well. Sam Herter, who joins us to lead each Wednesday's show, kicked it off talking about the FCS National Playoff picture as we enter the final week of the regular season. We also heard from Ty Gregorak, who's our lead analyst at Skyline Sports as part of our Montana State Minute. Coach Ty was on the sidelines for 15 different rivalry games, so he's got great perspective on both the Grizz and the Bobcat side of this thing and the emotion that goes into it. We also heard from Tucker Sargent, Grizz Hockey General Manager, Leon Costello, Montana State's athletic director, t- joined us to talk about the logistics and the planning and uh, just the way that Montana State was able to lure college game day to Bozeman for this uh, upcoming rivalry game. Then we heard from Patrick O'Connell, Cosmo Glacier product, a fifth-year senior linebacker for the Grizz, one of the best players not only in this game but also in the Big Sky Conference and in the football championship subdivision. You can find everything from today's Nuanas Now on the Nuanas Now podcast. Nuanas Now podcast probably presented by the M-Store. M-Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. At the M-Store, they're all Grizz all the time. So if you need to get all geared up before the rivalry game, if you're heading to Bozeman or not, if you're just headed downtown Missoula, going to a watch party or a sports bar or whatever, swing in the M-Store, they got great deals on Grizz gear all the time. The uh, Nuanas Now podcast also presented by the MSU Bookstore. So if you're headed over that way or you're already there, go shop at the MSU Bookstore uh, for all of your Bobcat gear before the rivalry game and throughout the uh, the calendar year. Appreciate those two fine sponsors for bringing you the Nuanas Now podcast. we got a bunch of fun uh, content up at SkylineSportsMT.com. we got a couple of our matchup stories live right now. Uh, Andrew Houghton diagnosing the special teams matchup in the rivalry game. Tom Stubert diagnosing the uh, Grizz offensive front versus the Bobcat defensive front which should be an interesting matchup. We'll also have a feature on Montana's guys on the perimeter offensively, their wide receivers and tight ends, versus the Bobcats secondary coming up here uh, this evening. We'll also have a story on Tommy Malott's first Cat Grizz start uh, coming up. How does he handle the pressure? How does he settle in? That's coming up a little bit later on. And we also have the uh, Big Sky Breakdown. So if you heard Andrew Houghton on the show yesterday and you want a continuation of that conversation or – you heard Ty Gregorak on the show today, and you want a continuation of that conversation, or you want to hear from Brooks Nuanez, some very, very good insight uh, into what this rivalry game means to him and us and our family and our friends and neighbors across the state of Montana and what we hope people take away from it. A very poignant and, uh, dare I say, poetic conversation with my brother. Uh, go check out the Big Sky Breakdown. It's a really good one. Uh, very proud of it. I think it's probably the best cumulative Big Sky Breakdown Analysis pod we've done this year and uh, maybe the best one we've ever done at Skyline Sports. So go give that podcast a listen. I'm so uh, fascinated by the fact that this is not the only Paramount rivalry game. And of course, there's going to be hundreds of thousands of people quite literally watching around the state of Montana and watching elsewhere too around the country 
uh, to college game day and to uh, this rivalry game. But I think it's very cool that there's also an important game uh, in Sacramento uh, with UC Davis and Sac State battling for the Causeway Classic. So um, it, it's it's so interesting because I, I think because Sac State exploded onto the scene and they have this, this new unknown head coach in Troy Taylor who's not connected to really anybody in the Big Sky Conference. He did spend one year at Eastern Washington coaching on Bo Baldwin's staff. But before that, he's a Pac-12 radio analyst. I mean, he's a Pac-12 quarterback who played in the NFL, and then he worked not in football besides as a color commentator on Cal's radio broadcasts forever. And then he got back into coaching at the high school level. And, you know, when they first burst on the scene, a lot of the credit, I think, went to Kevin Thompson, who was a seventh-year senior who was a very talented transfer there who had spent some time at UNLV, actually, with Bobby Houck and then ended up at SAC and was the Big Sky Offensive Player of the Year. And and uh, so I think that you, you, you sort of thought, okay, it, it was the, tr- the transfer that they were able to land. Well, then, last year, no Kevin Thompson, and they run the table in the league. They go undefeated. But you're saying, okay, well, they had a weak schedule. And the haters got affirmation in Sac State being sort of a flash in the pan by them losing in the first round of the playoffs, or I guess in their first game of the playoffs. They got a seed each of the last two years, but in their first game of the playoffs each of the last two seasons. But now, I mean, they just look like a juggernaut. They've they've uh, gone undefeated to this point in the Big Sky Conference uh, again. They have now won 18 straight Big Sky Conference games, which is an impressive mark. The last time they lost the Big Sky Conference game was to Weber State two, I guess, in the in November of 2019, so three calendar years ago and uh, more than two seasons ago. 8-0 last year, 7-0 this year. So they have a lot on the horizon. And I think that they will be one of the most mysterious and one of the uh, probably, how do you say, least respected is not the right word, but I think they'll be one of the... Uh, most random number one seeds ever if they do go undefeated and get the number one seed. But how can you hate on him? I mean, 11-0, and if you if you beat UC Davis, then that means over the last month or so you've beaten Montana, Idaho, Weber State, and UC Davis. Oh, no, by the way, you destroyed Colorado State, your FBS opponent on your schedule. So Sac State's been nothing but impressive and uh, maybe they can get a playoff win or two to, to sort of erase that narrative as well. But it's been, uh, it's been cool to watch. I think it's, uh, it's good for the Big Sky because I think it's a challenge for the Big Sky's best teams to sort of keep pace. Sac State does have some systematic uh, advantages, being in California's capital city and you know being in a metropolitan area of several million people. And being able to recruit from that that Central Valley, that Northern California area, and sort of become like the go-to spot there uh, for high school football talent, they're at least becoming that. So that's a huge advantage. They can also get some transfers there as well. But more than anything, I think that they're just doing it with a different formula. Troy Taylor's an outside-the-box thinker. He is an excellent X's and O's guy. They do so much unique stuff. I mean, a dual quarterback system that includes so many triple option and spread elements. You know, they they, they play fast, and uh, they take risks on defense. That's why they give up yards and points, but they try to turn the ball over as much as they can, take the ball away, they get the ball back in their offense's hands. And then flat out, they just have some of the best talent in the league. I mean, Cameron Scadaboo is one of the 
leading candidates for Big State Conference Offensive MVP. Pierre Williams has been a first-team all-league receiver multiple years in a row, and uh, both quarterbacks played at a super high level. Their offensive line's really good as well, so uh, it's been a cool story there uh, at Sac State. I also think, though, uh, Idaho's been a great story in the Big Sky, and they now, though, have to go beat their rival to get in. I mean, it would be sort of a lackluster finish here of Idaho uh, being a team that that many pundits, including, including us here at ESPN Radio, were touting as you know, a top 10 type team, a team that could maybe play their way into a seed. Well, they lose to UC Davis last week, and now they're sitting there at six and four. And so I do think they need to beat Idaho State. It shouldn't be that hard of a challenge, but they still got to get it done. And so a lot to be determined still. You know, is Sac State the number one seed? We'll see. Where's Montana State going to fall no matter what the result is on Saturday? We'll see. Are the Grizz in? No matter what, I don't know. If they win, they're in for sure. Idaho, I think they got They definitely got to win to get in. And uh, UC Davis, what if they can spring an upset to Sac State? What if they're a team that steals a playoff spot? Uh, it'll be fascinating to watch it all play out. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on your Wednesday. Uh, PSA here for you. We got a Town Pump gift card for 50 bucks. plus we got a couple vouchers for brunch at the Farmer's Daughter Cafe. Farmer's Daughter is right down in the heart of Bozeman on 7th Street there, attached to the RSVP Motel. They have delicious, organically sourced food, uh, awesome breakfast and brunch menu. So we'll be giving you Town Pump by the Mile gift card and a Farmer's Daughter Cafe brunch voucher times two tomorrow. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, all we're going to do is just take some calls. So we'll tease it throughout tomorrow's show. Uh, but stay tuned for that. That's a really fun and, and uh, really good prize. Tomorrow we'll also be joined by another uh, powerhouse slate of guests. And uh, we got some really exciting ones for you. We're going to get things kicked off with the man in the middle of college game day, Reese Davis, one of my favorite broadcasters, uh, a guy who I've idolized uh, in my younger life. And uh, the main guy there at uh, ESPN College Game Day, he will join us right off the top tomorrow to get Nuanas Now kicked off. We will also hear from Bobby Houck, the head coach of the Montana Grizzlies. We're from Joey Thomas, a former All-American and NFL corner for Montana State, who's now a defensive coach down at the University of Texas. Brooks Nuanas of Skyline Sports will join us to talk part NFL and part uh, Cat Grizz, and we'll keep you, we'll keep previewing, excuse me, the uh, high school football state championship slate for this upcoming weekend. Yeah, that's all beginning at 4 o'clock tomorrow. We'll see you then. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Have a great evening. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, The Advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, it's all we practice. Uh, you're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in M- Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 MontanaAdvocates.com.